I've seen you do a little bit on your stories. I've seen you do a little bit, Brett. And when, and when you do, I'm like, hey, look at Brett. There he goes. All right. Brett, you can... <laughs> look at Brett. He's, like, he's riding a bike all by himself. Good job. <laughs> And welcome back to the Big Bad Big Cast. My name is Brett, also known as Geek Over 40. And today I am joined with Zach, also known as Minifigure Fox. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good tonight. Thank you. Today we are joined by a very special guest who pretty much made this podcast possible. Um, a year ago, I made an offhand remark in a group chat about how we need a customs podcast. And through his encouragement, positive vibes, basically you know, that was pretty much the direct cause of me exploring this for a couple of months and eventually launching it. So that's why we're here today. I'd like to present to you Jamel of Jamel's Bricks. How's it going, man? Hello, 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 gents. How are you all doing this fine evening? Good. <laughs> good. Good. I had to put my radio voice on. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> so. It's good. Now, we, we brought you here for a few reasons. One is because you're just, you know, awesome. No. <laughs> but. Your uh, your time in the customs world, relatively speaking, is, is pretty short. Yeah. Uh, you've been collecting for how long now? It's been, actually, as of today, three and a half years. Wow. So I'm all, totally wrong because it feels like it's been only like two years. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I've known, I haven't known you for three and a half, have I? So you know what? I was actually looking, this sounds real creepy. I was looking back on like some of our first, our first chats and I want to say... It was around twenty late early twenty twenty. I think you and I first started chatting, and I want to I want to say that's insane. I want to say it was the same for Zach because I just started bugging you all like crazy, and I didn't. I was worried that I was going to be that weird. (laughs) That I remember. There you go. See, I knew it. See, I knew it. I was like, okay. No, it's just uh, so to be fair, and I'm sure this goes for a lot of folks. The from the the COVID period to twenty even to like twenty twenty two. My brain is mush. Mm-hmm. I just, in terms Same. of extrapolating, like if you ask me what I did for my birthday two years ago, I don't even remember. I literally do not remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone asked me about my birthday this past year, which is just back in April, and I couldn't remember. <laughs> and then it took me a minute to like, oh yeah, that's right, I forgot, you know. And because uh, I mentally, I went through and said, did I post that to Instagram? And that's how I remembered. <laughs> so wow, it feels like it's such a blur. So. In that time, you kind of um, got into a place where a lot of us that have been collecting even longer have, have, are yearning to be in, which I think Zach is in right now as well. Uh, and that mm-hmm. is that sort of that nirvana state of Zen for collecting where you just you're you're fine. You know what you want. You hold out for what you want. You fight the FOMO monster and win nearly every time. That was one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on and pick your brain and let others know how you got to this point. You've you found a way to nest yourself in with a bunch of uh, community veterans relatively quickly. You know, you're part of our group chat. You know, we're happy to have you. So yeah, it's just I think you're a wealth of knowledge for those who are trying to get involved into this community, and then also those who have been around for a while. So I really appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you all having me. I tell you, I tell you what, I'm uh, definitely flattered. You know, it's like you know to answer some of those questions. Uh, man, 
I actually learned a lot just from sitting back and watching you all. The like to get to this Zen like state, I remember it was either be you, Zach, or Nick. First thing you all would tell me, Jamel, you can't have them all. And bro, I remember looking at your stuff. I'm like, this dude has like three million Spideys. There's no way I'm getting to that level. And so I was like, okay, let me not. I can't have them all. I can't keep up with the Joneses, and I got to stay in my financial lane, like Kevin Hart would say. So. <laughs> So for me, you know, I just, uh, I kind of keyed in on like, what, what is my vibe? Like I am a corny, big trouble, little China pop culture type vibe. And so I started, you know, gearing my collection, you know, towards that and, you know, get going on some of this obscure stuff and I would gravitate towards, okay, I love superhero stuff. So there's too much Marvel to collect. (laughs) So for me, it was like, all right, you know, Jamel, I am obsessed with Black Panther. So I just kind of, you know, zeroed in on that type of, that type of um, those figs and, the, you know, grabbing some Avenger stuff here and there. And luckily, you know, in our community and not to take shots at anyone, there's a lot of DC haters. So it actually made it easier for me to get a lot of DC figs. So I was going to say, you're probably one of the few, I won't say hardcore, but you, you are a DC focused and sometimes collector. Uh, I know, I know you've had a lot of, internal monologues back and forth that you've typed in the group chat we're just watching you watching it unfold where you're just like you're like talking to yourself about which aquaman you want to get (laughs) (laughs) oh yes so yeah it's uh it's been fun to watch it unfold but you know i know you i know you're a fan of the the snyder uh justice league uh, figs and whatnot yeah just you know i'm i'm kind of uh it goes back to the you know not trying to keep up with the joneses and just you know stay in your lane If, if that's what you like that's what you like and you know uh, another thing always, I'm still, you know, flabbergasted in all that, you know, I've been allowed in some of these chats and I just tell people, you know, just keep a positive vibe, stay humble. It's, it's a passion we all have. So I just try to come at everything with, you know, that type of uh, mentality. All right. And that's our podcast for today. We've just solved the there riddle. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sauce no we're going to turn back the clock a little bit. Uh, Zach's got some questions for you. Um, so I'm just gonna let him take the wheel. Let's go. Um, okay. Um, yeah. Jamel, what was, uh, what was your first Lego set? Like we've been talking about customs a lot, but let's take it, take it back all the way. Do you remember what your first actual Lego group set was? I actually do. So, uh, as a military brat, I used to uh, live in Heidelberg, Germany, and I'll never forget one of my first sets was uh, my mom and dad took me to the uh, BX or PX if you're in the army. I forget which one it is. Yeah, we call it PX. <laughs> I won't. I won't hold that against you. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's base exchange, post exchange. It's like your how can I describe? It? It's mm, like okay. your Walmart or Target, but on base. Ah, okay, cool. That's the best way I can describe. Thank it. you for explaining. And they bought me the uh, huge Blacktron base. And that, from there, it just, it went into overdrive. I I can't remember when Blacktron came out, but a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) The way back. That's a, yeah, that's a, I don't think I ever had any of those sets. Um, But that's a, that's a classic one. I think that. Absolutely. I've got the CB Blacktron Zombie. Does that count? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they came out with that like GWP a few, uh, 
months ago or whenever that I don't have any concept of time, but yeah, that was a good, that was a good giveaway. I'm still trying to secretly get that on. I'm trying to like hint that to my wife, like, Hey, can I have this? It's on Amazon. Here's our eBay. So I know you have kids. Do they, they play with Lego too, right? As well. Oh, absolutely. Just, you know, on various levels, you know, got my 11 year old William who's, I love it. I just dropped. <laughs> Sorry, let's restart. You know what? No, I'm gonna leave that in. I'm not gonna edit that, that out. That is too perfect. That is too perfect. That is peeling back the curtain of a podcast creation. I'm leaving I, that one in. I just dropped. A, I just dropped a little peep. Carrie calls them little little peeps from the dream sets. <laughs> um. Okay. Sorry, Javel. No, you good? Go ahead. No, um. So our um, our 11 year old. He um. He is heavy heavy into star wars i mean this kid will tell you more things about clone troopers than i could ever imagine so like that's been his main focus so uh i get to do a lot of builds with him and he's actually really good about just doing things just from his imagination like he'll watch a show and then he'll just build whatever he saw and so i I get to you know get to do that joy with him and then um the little princess millie my daughter she loves you know kind of like the um friends type sets but the funny thing is we can get her a set all she care about all she cares about is those little mini dogs like those little like i could spend like 60 bucks on a set but she's just zeroing in on that little puppy if i had known that i would have sold you all the ones i had left over from my kids sets because i sold them on bricklink oh she she <laughs> she loses her mind I, over those. I had puppies i had baby dragons I'm going to look around. I'm going to send you some stuff because I (laughs) I have stuff that I'm not using. I'm just going to send you some. How about cats? Uh, No, it's just just dogs. It's it's usually just dogs because we have dogs at the house. Well, have a dog at the house. So I'd say mainly puppies. (laughs) But you know me, I'm thankful for anything. Until she discovers the baby dragons. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah, I don't want to go down that dark hole. I'll say my kids just wanted dragon sets for the longest time. They didn't give a crap about Ninjago. They just wanted the dragon builds. Yeah, my son never really got into Ninjago. It's always been Star Wars. The friend sets are just so good lately that, yeah, but I'm not interested in those. So I'll send you those, okay. Jamel. Appreciate it. For Millie. You don't, you, don't, <laughs> no problem. you don't have to, but I appreciate it. No, for sure. Are they, so are they aware of like the the custom stuff that you do? Like the the hobby in general? Do you talk about it? So my, my son, he, he gets it. Uh, he's <laughs> actually, sometimes I don't want to talk to him about it. Cause then he's like, Oh, well dad, if you're getting that one, can I get one? I'm like, dude, daddy's, uh, the way my checking and savings is set up. Yeah, we can't, we all just can't get customs. But to answer your question, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's starting to see it. But again, he, if I ever showed him a star Wars custom, that's when I would be broke all the time. Mm. What about, uh, what about your wife? How does she feel about all this? Is she a fan as well and wants you to pick stuff up or she's just kind of like, Oh my goodness. I married such a nerd. Um, so, you know, she kind of just lets, lets it uh, be my little, my little thing. And, you know, she'll get a set every once in a while, but she's, uh, she's supportive, but she's not like, Ooh, let me check out that arm printing. Ooh, is that pad? Is that UV? She can care. She can care less. <laughs> well, it sounds Sweet. like she cares more than my wife does. My wife is like, all right, you're happy. I'm yeah, happy. pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, my wife collects the holiday sets. I think we got into that. She really likes Christmas, but um, but yeah, if anything custom, she's like, great, great. What's what's so special about that? I'm like, you don't you don't get it. exactly. That's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
but it's okay. That's why we have she each other. Stephen Hawking. She liked the CB Stephen Hawking because she's a you know she's a science nerd. Oh, okay. So she thought that was great. She's got a Bob Ross figure. That's the one I actually want to. That's a good figure. I love the Bob Ross figure. I just picked that up uh, not that long oh, ago. Oh no, it's actually. not a CB one. I want a CB one. It's another, oh, okay. It's from another okay. uh, company. Da- is it Abby Dabbles? It is. She's good. I like Abby. She's great. I met her at a brick fair a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got some earrings from her um, and is looking forward to her next set. She's like, oh, I'll go see Abby and get her get some earrings. So I wouldn't mind adding Bob yeah, Ross. She does great work. Or the collection. Yeah, it comes with two really cool tiles, too. I just I I got that from the Daily Brick. Um, that's that account. Oh, okay. It's nice enough to sell me sell me that. So I was missing. So my question is, uh, you've mentioned before where you've had packages sent to your office rather than sent to home. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? Like, I mean, do your, do your coworkers see you opening these things up and play with your stuff? <laughs> so it's actually pretty funny. My, my two colleagues, so one guy actually works in the mailroom. And um, he is actually, a, we talked about in the chat, he's the one who's, uh, I don't know how you describe it, the eBay reseller, set investor, and all that good stuff. So so they actually get a kick out of it because, especially when the customs come in, because they they did not know the custom world existed. So for them, they're just like, oh, what'd you get in today? What'd you get? What's coming in in the next month? So they really don't get too jealous. They're more curious um, of when I get pieces in. And it's funny because when I get them in, it's almost like we do our own little nerd gathering unboxing. (laughs) <laughs> and so and, and yeah we just we just nerd out and uh, matter of fact one of them he just ordered not just ordered he bought i think two or three of the um the bubba fets from lynn because he's like he's like he's like hey man show me show me where you're going to get this stuff and i showed him and he was he's been just low-key grabbing stuff left Wait. and right you just you just introduced an eBay bro to customs. Is that what you're telling no, no, me? No, not him. The other guy, security guard. <laughs> oh, okay. no, 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 no. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't violate. I did not violate. <laughs> it's like, damn, man. No, 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 no. But I, yeah. I stuck to the code. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, how did you actually get started collecting customs? Anyway, like, how did you discover all this? So, funny story. I was literally. This is what 2020. I was on. My, no, not 2020. 2019, I actually was on my way in my previous position. I was on my way to uh, Malawi, Africa. And I was just killing time in the airport lounge. And I remember I pulled up, I think it was on Pinterest. And I just, you know, I was just typing Lego minifigs. And I just started seeing all these random pictures of just these awesome customs. And I was just kind of sitting there like, oh man, this is stuff I've dreamed about or I would try to make out of classic Legos when I was a kid or even when I was in uniform. And it kind of just, I just kind of went from there and I was like, you know what? I really don't have the time to invest, but once I started finding the time, that's really when it kicked in. And then that's when I ran into, you know, tier one and all these other different sites. And I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta get in on this if my wallet can afford it. (laughs) So hopefully that's a good, Mm -hmm. hopefully that's a good answer, but that's just honestly, it's the truth. So yeah. That's a good answer. I, that's, <laughs> if you want to yeah. come over here and blow smoke yeah. up my ass, that's fine too. <laughs> I, I'm not going to know the difference. Well, yeah, no, no, I, mean, I, I literally was sitting in the airport lounge and I was, I always had sets and I always would try to make my own customs. Like I, I used to try to, what would I, what would I Frankenstein? Uh, gosh, what was it called? What was that set called? Exo Force? Exo something? 
I used to have those all in my dorm room when I was in the Air Force. It was ridiculous. And so, yeah, just sitting in the airport lounge, man. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm a Lego head and saw these customs and I haven't turned back ever since. Did you ever have a dark period where you like weren't collecting? Because if you had them in your dorm room, it's kind of... So I stopped collecting when... um. I want to say during um, OEF and uh, Operation Enduring Freedom, after 9-11, I was constantly gone. And so I just kind of, you know, I didn't have the time. And I, I, that was like, mm-hmm. it was like years in the dark, almost until I started talking to you all, where I really wasn't collecting anymore. Wow. Yeah, that's understandable. If you're not, you know, when you're mobile and not in country, it's kind of hard to collect. Yeah, things. yeah. Now I still, I, I do wish that when I was mobile, that all these Lego stores that are in the airports were there around then, because I would have had a whole bunch of stuff getting sent back to the base. <laughs> this is the golden age. I think that's Lego customs, whatever you want to call it. It's it, some of the best stuff is coming out. Oh, all and, of it. All of and, it. Uh, and and honestly, like you know, we as collectors, this is this is this is it. This is the time where we can pick and choose what we want. Everyone's making stuff that we never thought would get made. So it's time to, you know, just like speak with your wallets, right? Just whatever you want to see get made, buy it. At this time, Legos just announced their partnership with Fortnite. And everyone's sharing all these different Lego designs. And the Marvel designs just came out. Everyone's fawning over them, hoping they'll be made to figs. If not by Lego, then by some custom company. Like you said, it's a golden age. And Jamel, there's it's more than one occasions already today in the last 20 minutes. You've mentioned, you know, if the budget approves or if I can afford it, or, you know, that that is the caveat that controls all this. So how do you keep yourself in check? Like you mentioned earlier, you're sitting with some heavy hitters. Once, you know, you hang out with the folks that buy a lot of certain figs or whatever. And you, you've learned not to want to try and keep up with the Joneses, so to speak. But how, you know, how do you avoid that pressure, that FOMO? What kind of rules do you set for yourself? Okay, that's easy. Well, I've got two kids, a wife, and a mortgage. So that's those are that's, uh, <laughs> that, that's just that's number one right there. Um, and you know, I try to the way I look at it or the way I do it is uh, sometimes like if there's something I really, really, really want, I will I will sometimes now I'll just I'll sit back and look at my current collection and say, you know what, what can I give up to get that just that particular one. And I'll just, I'll sit back and maybe think about a day or two. Um, and you guys know this, I'll bug the heck out of you two and say, you know, is this really, <laughs> I, I go for that group think sometimes. So I'm like, okay, Jamal, is this really worth it? And I try to set a budget to where I'm not, I don't like hitting that. Oh, I've just spent, you know, 500 bucks in one month on some, some customs. Not, nothing against anyone who does just, I, I got to do what works for me. Yeah, no, absolutely. And the realities of real life and having family and, you know, bills like such as a mortgage to fall back on do can easily deter you from overspending. Some folks, I don't mean shit, they'll they'll buy regardless. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they're into like they're they're like, oh, I'll just do four monthly payments and no, no, no. invest in some credit, PayPal credit or whatever. No, that's, see, that's another um, rule. I don't if uh just again, not trying to be high and mighty or knock anyone. If I have to get something on credit that means i really didn't want it or need it if that makes sense mm-hmm. and again not trying to be all bougie just like hey if i can get it i don't i don't want to make payments I, that's where i draw the line i don't want to make payments on a unless it's a, some rare 
BP thing that you all know I must have, maybe I'll make payments on it. But other than that, no, nah, it's not it's not that serious for me. Well, it's just a life skill. Um, I'll tell you right now, I am really good at convincing myself what I need. <laughs> <laughs> Whether I need it or not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think I think anybody will find a way to justify uh, a purchase. Like you know, as uh, I, you know, many people I had in my inbox hitting me up over the last few months saying, "Hey man, Spider Man Two is coming out." And I, was like, I know I don't. Own, I was like, I know, I know, I don't own a PlayStation. I'm a PC gamer. I have to wait. He's like, oh, but, you know, PlayStation's going on sale. Black Friday's coming up, and they're all pushing me yep. to buy it. It's like. They, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I've got Avengers Tower coming out. I still got to exactly. buy that. Oh, that's priority. They're living vicariously through you, man. That's what's going on. Is that <laughs> they want you to is. get it so that they don't have to? Exactly. <laughs> they want to. <laughs> Jokes on them because my my Steam back catalog backlog is so huge. I could play games for the next ten years and uh, still not get the Spider Man too. But... <laughs> I'll never, ever, ever be able to play games like I used to. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine even trying to. When the kids are old enough, it'll come back. That's what I'm waiting for. Because I have not gamed mm-hmm. since um, dating myself. Like, seriously, seriously? Like, Killer Instinct on Nintendo 64. Oh, yes. Like, that. great soundtrack. Oh, yeah. I'll still bet, I'll still bet money on that game. Great game. I'm going to start betting things. Like, hey, if you can beat me in a round of this. <laughs> Who'd you play with? So, I was uh, Glacius, Cinder, Fulgore, Orchid. Most annoying characters. <laughs> Glacius was worse. Because all Glacius basically he he had the dragon punch. So <laughs> you're Mark Brett. You're like this is the worst character. This guy's not going to win. <laughs> Brett and uh, Mel gets a free fag. <laughs> well, no. Uh, so I, I I mostly play with Orchid and uh, Saberwolf. Oh, I forgot about Saberwolf. Yeah. He, he had that really annoying spin move. Yeah. that You could just chain so easily. Exactly. <laughs> it pissed people off. <laughs> And it went at different lengths across the screen so you could psych people yep. out and zone them really easily. So my uh so this is a quick sidebar. So you know, they did a revamp of Killer Instinct that came out for Xbox a number of years ago. And uh my my she's now 18, but my my oldest, um, that was her first time playing a game online. Mm. And she was playing with uh, Riptor, who was like a oh, you know, yeah. he's like a raptor, yeah. you know, dinosaur. And she did this annoying button mashing move, but it kept on spitting out stuff. <laughs> Let's see, this had to be, oh man, she was in elementary school and she was getting called a bitch online by oh somebody. <laughs> and that is when I turned off, I turned off voice chat for online gaming on the Xbox. I'm like, nope, you're oh, done. Yeah, no, mm. I do not have voice chat. Like our son, he uh, plays Fortnite. I do not have uh, voice chat or anything activated on that. Nope. Not at all. Yeah. It's a so. good move. But anyway, getting back to custom. Sorry, a, can, uh, old man moment here. Can we here. get a killer instinct? Can we get a killer instinct custom? That'd be great. I think. All right, I'm going to call it. I know. I want abnormal, Lynn. If you're listening, I want abnormal to make a full gore. I, I would be down for that. I think they would do a really good job of full oh, yeah. gore. Just don't make 20 different versions with all the different color See, palettes. I, uh, <laughs> I got, love everyone with the variants, but I just I, I'm not a variant guy. Well, Abnormal likes to make variants, and Fulgore has a bunch, you know, Killer Instinct itself has a bunch of different variant yep. skins. So I, it's a recipe for disaster. Oh, yeah. I love but, variants. Uh, I love them. <laughs> because I've been playing, so from the, instead of playing Spider Man 2, I've been playing a lot of Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, if anyone is familiar with it on the PC, it went through a rough patch and a lot of patches thereafter. And uh, now it's 
you know, considered like, you know, a really great game. And that's when I started playing it when all the final touches were done. And uh, I've got like maybe 90 hours in the game. I think I'm maybe wow. 30% through the main story. I've just been doing all the side quests and, and I just enjoy it so much. But I, st- I wanted to play the game because I watched Edge Runners first, that miniseries on Netflix, because that anime was just phenomenal. So then I, I went the <laughs> I pulled in the trifecta and I uh, I, download, <laughs> I downloaded the soundtrack oh, man. that's in the game to listen to on the way to work and back. And all I kept thinking about was, you know, Jaka made their David Fig from Edge Runners. That's right. And I'm like, I'm waiting for yeah. them to make that Lucy. Ooh. And then I want a Rebecca. And then <laughs> I want, so I really I really hope they get a break in all these other series they're doing. I hope they can pull it off and see the rest of that cast out. Because I think that those would be really great figs. That's one of my favorite Jaka figs. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Still mad that it's I really great. I just wanted it for the hair piece, and I'm gonna blame Zach and Nick for making me actually Zach, Nick, and Sketch. Mm-hmm. I I look at figs now, and I just look at the parts. I'm just like, ooh, what can I do to Frankenstein this thing? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I think Sket got me into yeah. that. That's a great segue into fig barfing. Really, one reason Zach, uh, I specifically wanted him to join us today is because. I think hands down, I don't think anyone will deny Zach. You're probably at the top fig bar for right 100%. now. Hundred oh, percent. Uh, I think I think you rank up there. Like, well, Citizen Collector, he does these amazing mods where he's like breaking out. Oh tools yeah, and, no, he's on a different yeah. level. <laughs> he's a different level. But in terms of just straight out the box or straight out of the clamshell, mixing parts and creating some cool obscure stuff, we're all looking at you right now. Oh yes, sir. And um, Jamel, I imagine Zach was an influence on you. Oh, hundred percent. Um, Zach and not disregarding anyone, Zach and Nick, and I just I would just watch the things that they do, and just take it to the next level. And yeah, hundred percent inspiration. I mean, and Sket. And I remember I I want to say it really kicked off for me when when I felt like ooh I kind of made it when Nick jokingly called me out. He did some I forgot what the post was. He did something he said Jamel, where are you at? And I'm like, oh okay, let's play. And so, and, but then again, I'm looking like okay on this on this post is. Also, Zach and Scat. I'm like, I can't just come with some wax stuff. I gotta, I gotta really bring it. So, so yeah, they're definitely my uh, what's the word I'm looking for? My muses, inspiration, all that good stuff. Because they're definitely Zach, best in the game. And like I've said, it's uh, it's getting to the point. Your stuff is looking like art, like little installation pieces. That's um, that's super super kind. I I just appreciate that people appreciate it. I just do stuff for me that I think's cool. It's a two-way street. It's it's a four-way street, whatever you want to call it. It's, <laughs> I am getting inspiration from y'all too, Aww. so it's not like it's 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 all cyclical in that way. Um, the positive positive vibes, po- you know. It's I look at the stuff you do. And it's it comes down to me for like a sense of play. I really, I'm like, let me just go play. You know, I like that you just said that a minute ago because that's that's what it's about for me. I'm just like, let's go play with some play with some parts here and not not judging anything of what I'm doing. That's maybe what's good about customs, Lego, whatever you want to call it. You can, you know, I was a performer for a long time. I'd judge myself on stage as I was performing, which is just a killer. Oh gosh. Immediately yeah. kill your kill you on stage. If you do that, you're you're done. Um so but with Lego, it's like, oh, it's just I'm in my I'm in my zone. I'm just doing whatever I want. And then I have this community of people that I get to share with, which is I mean, that, I'm so lucky to be able to be surrounded by such positive people and friends. So, and for those we've mentioned the word fig bar for a number of times, and it just should go without being 
shouldn't go without being defined again, just for those maybe tuning in for the first time. But uh, a fig barf is exactly how you hear it. Barf doesn't throw up. And the idea is basically, you you know, <laughs> it's phonetical. It's phonetical? I don't know. <laughs> basically, you're just throwing up a bunch of parts and putting them together. So it's called, that's why it's called a fig part. Uh, some people back in the day used to call it a kit bash. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, just taking random pieces of different minifigs, in some cases of different building parts, and grafting them onto minifigs to create all new creations, which uh, can make new characters, new themes, new scenes, or as we mentioned with Zach, what looks like an installation piece <laughs> for a museum. So, so that that's basically what we're referring to when we say fig barf. Uh, and well, actually, I literally got a DM about three days ago. Someone asked me what that meant after listening to the podcast. So. I want to make sure every time we bring it up, we, we, we define it. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that yeah, down. Thank you. I think it, well, I read up, it used to mean like if you were building a mock or a scene and you wanted figs to incorporate into that, you would just mix and match like a bunch of different figs, like 15 or so, and just put them into there. So you just quickly fig barf a bunch of figs, but you, you know, it's kind of deduced, reduced down into, um, into what I just like one fig or just with a bunch of different parts. So well, you know, terms change over time. I mean, when I was a kid, bad meant bad, and then bad meant good. Now, bad means bad right. again. So, so, it all goes full circle. Yeah, word. Of, <laughs> so, uh, hopefully, in a few more years, my kids will feel ridiculous for saying Riz. Oh gosh, you know, I'm still so, trying to figure out what that is. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Charisma. It's the word of the year. You guys got to keep up with the news. No, nah, wow. no, nah, I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hear there was a hole in the sun. Anyway, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to go oh, over that yeah, real yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, God. So, Zach, did you want to take it away on some additional questions regarding uh, fig barfing? Yes. Yes. Um, so, Jamal, have you, in your fig barfing journey, have you ever broken or damaged any, like, expensive customs during your barf sessions? I have. So, I just want to see if you have as well. So, yes, I have. And it, oh, it devastated me so bad. Um, matter of fact, I, oh, this is bad. I can't remember if it was, I think it was you who sent me, I don't know how you came across it. Cause, um, you know, I'm obsessed with uh, custom hair pieces. I think somehow you had the, the infinity uh, war Thor hair piece. I'm just gonna say it was you. It was either you or Nick, but I'm just gonna say it was you. Okay. And, <laughs> okay. And, that's why I'll take and it. I remember I was trying like, so on like the left side of the hair, I, I put it on one of the figs and I, you know, try to take it off and I snapped half of it. And I was so dead. I never told you I did it, it was, but, um, well, until now. So, you know, <laughs> it's all coming yeah, out. <laughs> exactly. I snapped half of it, but I figured a way to break the other half to make it like into a cool looking Mohawkish type style. So I want to say that's, Oh, that's clever. Yeah, so I want to, I want to say that's luckily knock on wood. That's the only piece I've broken. Um, I remember when, um, what was the last competition? Who was doing it when we were doing all the superhero fig barfs? It was Carrie and Nick's barf bash, probably. Yeah, I almost broke, and I would have cried. I almost broke my PCB Warrior Prince. I, oh, I, oh dang. yeah, I, I'm glad you I did. almost broke, and like I could hear. I, at first, I thought I could hear it snap, and I, I just stopped. I'm like, nope, I'm about to grab another arm. I don't care if it's a bootleg arm I've got, but yeah, that. I almost recently broke that one, but thank goodness I stopped. Yeah, I've I've shattered. God, was a minifigure factory? I don't know. It was the Infinity Gauntlet Tony, oh. 
and it was that dark red. I shouldn't, I should have known. I tried to take the arm off and it was an old fig and it snapped immediately. And I was just super bummed. You know what? I remember that. I remember when you did that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I shared, yeah. <laughs> I shared that. <laughs> yeah. I ended up, um, who took that off my hands? Cause I, I sold it for like an, I mean, customs don't go for what they used to. I, I can't, I can't even imagine what I paid for that at the time, but, um, and then I sold it for like 50, 60 bucks or something, which is, you know, like six times uh, yeah. less than what I paid for it. Yeah, so that is, you wouldn't get yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Lego. What's that name? Used to be a official brick universal. He's a good collector, a long time collector. So, but he did his thing with it. I think he glued it back on. And it looks great. So yeah, I don't have that skill to repair. Yeah, it's Char. It's Char Lego. I just Char Lego. I never said it out loud before. I've only read it. Charles. So I just looked it up. Charles is his name. Good dude. Is there? Let me see. Oh, Charlo Lego. That's Excuse how me. you say it. It's Charlo oh, Lego. Okay. Yeah, Charlo Lego. I've never, I've never said that out loud. I think I'm gonna go through my my Instagram and just like audibly sound out every person I'm following, just so I can see if I That's can. That's probably do it. a good idea. I think we should make 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 that an episode. Just <laughs> ran, just rail off so many of them. Just see how many you butcher. Yeah, because <laughs> there are some like when I'm doing the Geek Exchange. The best part about Instagram is the autocomplete and predictive text on names when you're typing them. It's like they know, oh, you just talked to that person in the DM, so you're probably trying to type that name. It saves me so much time. And see, that's why I picked my name just plain and simple, Jamel's Bricks, because I'm like, if I have problems sounding out anyone else's, let me just make mine really easy. At least you have bricks at the end, because there's some mm-hmm. people that have bricks in the beginning. Oh yeah. Like Citizen Brick isn't even the first choice that comes up when I start typing Citizen. <laughs> yeah, me me neither. There's like, so many of, different yeah. Citizen Brick fans that, so true. that have Citizen in their name. It's funny how it all works out. Jamal, I want to talk about um just keep with fig barfing. So like let's say you got some time to play to mess with parts. Is there anything that you could go to? Is there like a like a seed part that you start with? Because you mentioned hair. Like for me, hair is a big one. Or like a head or something like that. Like you got some time to mess with it. How do you kind of approach the creative process as far as make uh, playing with Lego and customs? So my my creative process it's it always starts with the head and the hair. Like that's just the nice. That that's always my go to, and then I just kind of from there. You know, you guys have seen my style. It's uh, I go from the head to the hair to what? How can I mix any kind of fun combo superhero style with a CB torso or, or a mini bigs torso or heck just a, like mm-hmm. the ones I did today, like with the New York city torso. But again, just to answer your question, it starts with the head and hair, but usually I have these random cat hurting thoughts in my head of fig barfing all day. I can, <laughs> it, it's, it's so weird. Like I can be, like, yeah, same. Like the other day I was watching, um, I was watching Double Impact, and I'm like, "Huh, I need a, I need a fig bar, I need a fig bar, an Alex fig." And so it just, it just, it's, <laughs> dude, it's just, it's so my mind is so random, and but yeah, hopefully that answered your question. Going back to the head and hair, piece. no, it does, it does. The fact that it ended with the uh, reference to Double Impact, was, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm more than happy. Right. I might have to put that in the roll up. At the end of the album, Instagram. Oh yeah, dude. It's, yeah, like I said, <laughs> podcast is gonna be nothing Lego related. It's just the episode, the uh, the roll up is just gonna be like old Nintendo sixty four games <laughs> and Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh yeah, it, like I said, 
No, it was, well, it's funny. Like, you know, you guys know me. I'm a gym that the creative process starts when I wake up and I'm watching something randomly on HBO Max or whatever. And I, I will literally from there, like, I can make a fig out of that. So it's kind of all just based on what I see during the day. So I love it. I was going to mention, remember the movie Sidekicks oh, with Chuck Norris? Oh, oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Do you remember yes. that movie? I used to love that oh, movie. Dude, it was oh, ridiculously my. horrible, but it was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like it probably would be the worst movie I've ever seen now. But at the time, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is just this is the dream. Oh, yeah. This is this kid. He's having these dreams all day about kicking ass with Chuck Norris. Just switch out, switch <laughs> out with a uh, custom and fig barfing and we're good to go. Yeah. When are we going to get a Chuck Norris fig? Is that is he doing all right? Is it is he, is he seeing all right guy still? How do you turn many figs into a Chuck Norris joke? <laughs> <laughs> gosh, that was a thing. It's like it's the way back. When Chuck Norris steps on a Lego, the Lego says, "Al." <laughs> you heard it. You heard it here. Make first, it. Brett. <laughs> I'll be Just here all week. Tip your waitress. <laughs> so, uh, Jamel, many folks don't know this, but you were also you you were a break dancer, right? Or are a break dancer? So yeah. So I'll do for for all the b boys out b boys and b girls out there. I know everyone says break dancing, but we say b boying. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. Sorry. Thinking back to when I was a kid in the 80s, we just called it free. <laughs> so let my whiteness show through. Yeah. Oh, what did you say? What is it? What did you say you were? White bread. There we go. I love it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> that's going to haunt me for the rest of my days. But uh, but anyway, that's led to some really cool fig bars because you've been incorporating parts from like crazy bricks that, you know, uh, provide molds of legs and arms and, well, crazy positions so you can do some more intricate posing. Uh, but that's also led us to commission work. Can you can you tell us all about that? Yeah, uh, you know, so you know, back in early '90s, I, I was I was a b boy with my crew back in Texas. You know, shout out to Spin Squad Texas crew. And uh, even then, I still was collecting, you know, and building Lego. And I always thought, you know, dude, how cool would it be one day if we had our own sets? And so, you know, fast forward to now, I remember when I stumbled upon. Um, crazy bricks and i was like oh it was like the light bulb moment i'm like here we go finally i have pieces where i could uh build my vision and so you know as a as a b-boy you know we really didn't have you know breakdancing is not a big old paid thing so it's not like <laughs> you're rolling around with a lot of money so when i started making these figs i started saying you know what let me let me make this for you know the b-boy community boys and girls and let me just give them away as gifts to the important, you know, B-boys, B-girls I've known throughout the years. And so I remember I made my, my one of my first ones, and it was for my pal, his name's uh, B-Boy Wicked. And he's actually, what a lot of people don't know now is that B-boying is actually in the Olympics. It's going to be in the 2024 Olympics. Oh, that's cool. And so <sighs> I hit him up. I said, I said, hey, man, you know, I'm, this is my idea. This is what I'm working on. And he saw it. He goes, dude, he's like, he's like, Hey man, I, I love it. I love it. And I was like, cool. And I just started slowly just sending these out to people like some of the big, you know, big names out there. So it was just kind of my way of giving back to a culture that, you know, did so much for me. Like I used to actually tour as a dancer. And so, you know, the military took me there, of course, but you know, through the, you know, through, the, through b-boying, that's just kind of, that was my passion. And I was like, you know what, if I'm going to be known and I, I didn't do it for likes or to be known, but if I'm going to have something that Jamel created 
let it be something that came from the heart, my passion. And that's when I came up with that, you know, that B-Boy series. It's one of my favorite series you've done. I love it. Oh, yeah. I'm flattered, man. I, that, that one, that's, yeah, if I had to say what's your claim to, you know, fake barfing fame, if you want to call it that, it's that creation right there. I just, I, I still am thinking of ideas how to make up another B, B-Boy, B-Girl set. Have you ever talked to Crazy Bricks about how you've employed their parts and then maybe offered other ideas to help you? I, you know, that they can create that then you can then um, push to make more intricate stuff that you want to work on. You know, I, I never, I never did. I, all I really would do is, you know, I'd get their parts, send them a shout out, send them the picture, but I never really thought to say, Hey, why don't you do this next time? I always, I always try not to tell the creator how to create, if that makes sense. No, absolutely. I, I agree. I'm just saying if you sent like a bundle like a show the series of things you've created and those who are receiving. And I bet you they'd be willing to hear if you have any other additional ideas about like, Hey, if we had a legs that could look like this or arms bent this way, you know what? we can do some cool stuff like that you know, is a, we draw some sketches and just reach out. To that's them. actually a wonderful they idea. They seem like great oh, people. No, they're, they're, they've been yeah. more than, uh, and community focused oh, yeah. since they've gotten a lot of their support off Kickstarter. Oh, absolutely. And they've done like, I don't put people's business. They've done some very generous things for me <laughs> because of, the creations I've made. So, oh yeah, I would, uh, Oh, so you've already got a rapport. Yeah. So yeah, yeah man, I, I just, you know me, I'm Mr. Mr. Nice guy, Mr. Humble. I try not to, I don't know. I just, I'm a, I'm a quiet creator, if that makes sense. And I try not to, you know, just step on people's toes, but yeah, maybe I'll uh, step outside of the box and say, Hey, yeah. Cause I, I love, I love this stuff. I'm always stalking their site. Yeah. That's, so I love yeah, it. And then next thing you know, and maybe, maybe in like six, eight months, we can see the B-boy line. If I could, if I, I think if I could do my, dude, so honestly, my dream, if I would stop buying or saving for the Avenger Tower, I would love to commission at least 30 torsos, like in B-Boy graffiti style, and then mix and match those with some crazy brick stuff. I'd, oh, yeah, that'd be, that would be like the, the B-Boy line right there. That's such a good idea. Keep that. Keep Keep that. Yes, Zach, don't run back to Joe with that. <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm taking all these hey, ideas. Run back to Joe. I just need I just need 10 for me. That's all. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> um, no, that's great. I I've never seen anybody use those parts as for like dance poses the way you did. To go back to like, sometimes you just got to see it and that's enough, you yeah. know, to be able to like, okay, well, not everybody's going to do the same thing. Nobody collects the same. Everyone is unique in the way they collect. So, you know, Jamel's got that covered. And I, once I see it, I'm just, I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> you know, talked about how like uh, this prolific fig barfer or whatever I'm doing. It's just like, I can never do what you do. So hey, I, I appreciate I that. Just think, I just think it's dope. Very flattered. Yeah. I'm the least fig barfing fool on this podcast right now. I've so, seen you um, do a little bit on your stories. I've seen you do a little bit, Brett. And, <laughs> and when you do, I'm like, hey, look at Brett. There he goes. All right. Brett, you can... <laughs> look at Brett. He's, like, he's riding a bike all by himself. Good job. <laughs> so, no, sometimes I think I, say, I think about your collection, Brett, and I go, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, if only I just had... <laughs> but if only I could just... <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, you, you probably... <laughs> Brett, you probably... I have some sort of mental block which prevents me from breaking up the way it was digitally made. And part of it, I said earlier, and I think in an earlier episode, part of it is my fear that if something were to happen to me, my wife would be lost as far as how to reassemble this properly mm-hmm. and be able to 
take care of them and offload them, you know, effectively. No, that's for, for sure. And you got your way of doing it. I think my that midlife crisis uh, <laughs> moment, I guess. <laughs> I think everybody, the way they collect is, is, is perfect. It's perfect. So I'll give, you an exa- I'll give you a prime example. So I got the Seastreet Investigations torso from Slug Films in the mail yesterday. Nice. Right? The, it's an Illuminati pyramid, eye in the middle of the pyramid. Yeah, I'm looking at the card right now, this little card that comes with it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I got this torso. I was like, man, I want to I say thanks for shout out on my Instagram story. How do I do that? I'm like, well, I'll just grab the pyramid Illuminati guy from Citizen Brick. I'll slap the head on there and let me find some, let me find some legs real quick. So I grabbed the... Uh, the air mag, big time Lego Spidey bought off Josh Shenandoah. As soon as I did that story, I sent it, you know, he liked it. Appreciate the share. I immediately put the pyramid head back on the Illuminati fig and put him back in the case. <laughs> I immediately put the legs back on the Spidey. <laughs> I put everything back in its little place and it's really, it's really not healthy. <laughs> no, it, no, it is though. You gotta do it the way you do. Exactly. You know, nobody's going to do it the way you do. So like, well, you know, the day, the day I let go, so to speak, the day I Elsa this shit is the day that <laughs> it's going to go all, we're going to go all out and you're going to start seeing some really funky Heck shit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I can't, right. And I'm going to start, you'll start seeing me starting weird stuff like, hey, I'm selling these Spideys, who wants them? You know, I'll be there. Be, I'll be like, what part you Exactly, got? exactly. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be chaos. You know, it's funny enough, that's how, that, that's how all this happened. Because when, when we lived in a really small apartment. Um, we moved into when the pandemic happened, which is like right around the time, I guess you started collecting too, Jamel or 20, 2019, 2020. And yeah, had all these figs and our apartment was really small. And basically I was just dancing to house music in my apartment. <laughs> and one of my cases with, oh yeah, <laughs> just like, I, I was, I was, I was feeling it. And that whole case just fell because i had two play and display cases they they don't really stack like they kind of sit on top of each other but if your ikea shelf shakes enough it'll, it'll fall off <laughs> and that's what happened and so like my pcb um infinity war thor like all the stuff that i had held so close was just came toppling down and i just kept dancing to be honest i picked it up and i was just like i got i mean i can't even think about I just that I, dance right i just want to dance and i was in the i was in the zone i was just i, I think dancing is just like the most one of the most pure forms of um artistic expression I agree so 100 on that you know you the it's one of the things that like our body isn't something we're you know we have we're born with we're given it's like we got one only got one so it's just it's something so pure about it. So I kind of was like, damn, you know, maybe that's what it was the moment where I just kind of saw everything a little bit different. Um, no figs were damaged, honestly, except for the brother's rescue. I think the Ooh. backpack, that thing is so fragile. The back, I mean, those yeah, little back mine, pieces mine snapped broke. off. Oh, yeah, mine, mine broke the second day I had it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Same, exact same second day. And then, but I've glued it well enough that it looks flawless, but. Talk about break dancing. Right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, true, true story. I did I did a head spin on it. That's what broke it. So <laughs> dang, it was dark red. Exactly. Too bad. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's um I think after that point I just started, you know, it's like, man, what am I what am I doing? Let me um just kind of reevaluate things. So it helped get everything out of the case because I had little builds in there, all kinds of setups. So I think it's a question we all ask ourselves at some point, and I was even thinking about doing an episode centered around it, but I thought it'd be too depressing. 
<laughs> it's just, you know, you, you just sit here and, you know, you're just staring at them on a shelf. What are you doing with them? I mean, if I wasn't making like, and I haven't been doing as many lately because I've been a little overworked, but if I wasn't doing artistic posts with them, you know, and challenging myself creatively that way, I don't know if I'd be continuing doing them because it's just like, all right, they look good on the shelf. Next. So let mm-hmm. me ask you this, Brett. So like, what is like, because I am the worst at taking the pictures. Like you all amaze me with, I mean, just these photos you all do. So let me flip the script. Like, what is your inspiration? Like, how do you like, you know what? I'm going to do this photo shoot on this one. Uh, it usually comes down to as I'm falling asleep in bed, as I'm waking up and don't, I'm looking for reasons not to get up. Or there will be times as I'm leaving my office for the night, shut down the computer, and I just stop and I stare at the cases and thinking, what would be a cool idea? What would be a fun idea? Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't even know what my next idea is. I have a post-it note somewhere where I wrote like a dozen ideas. Some of them are new. Some of them are redoing old things that I, I've done before, but I know I can do better. We, we touched on this in talking with um, Marcus and uh, Phoenix Customs during that episode on digital photography. You know, I redid um, my Squirrel Girl Thanos fight uh, posts, and then I redid my Thor Ragnarok Gladiator Arena. One post. of my favorites. And it was, turned out to be some. They turned out to be some of my favorites as well, uh, te- for both a creative level and a technical level. I think my problem right now is I've been raising the bar for myself so much that mm. I'm having trouble regressing back. Like I would love to do just do a series of like really nice portraits, but Marcus does these beautiful portraits. Soon Saul does these beautiful portraits yep. and I kind of get deflated. I'm like, well, shit, they did. They shot the figure there. He looks good. What else can I do to make it <laughs> anything different? So, hmm. so, I, but then I just did that Spider-Man Doc Ock yeah. post and that was definitely my most technical piece yet. But honestly, the Halloween post I did, the uh, Texas Chainsaw Man Massacre uh, <laughs> hybrid <laughs> post. Chainsaw Man. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't know if you remember, the, that's but the bootleg. It's, no, it's uh, I'm not going to unhear that. It's an asylum film, you know. Uh, but it's the um, it's the one that's got Leatherface holding uh, the Chainsaw Man head for his chainsaw, and it's got power from the uh, the manga sitting on the shelf. And I used uh, a workbench and partial wall. I took apart one of those Eclipse Graphics graffiti walls and turned the mm-hmm. bricks around. Okay, and used those to build some more wall so they could fill out the frame. Yeah, those and, are nice profile bricks, honestly. And then I took the uh, centerpiece is from a Doctor Strange set, uh, which was like a, had a workbench and a fireplace or whatever. So I really enjoyed that. I want to do more mocks, I think, is what I want to do. So you're asking about my inspiration is I basically look at everybody else's stuff and I try to remember that people are doing what they're also really good at so that I don't get too disenfranchised. When I see it, I'm like, shit, I don't know if I can do that. Gotcha. Yeah, don't. don't I want to do things my way. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't do. I don't do what everyone else does. I mean, if you look at my stuff, I hardly ever do posts that are topical. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, everyone's talking about multiverse of madness. I'm gonna do a multiverse of madness post. Nope, didn't do one. I think my next post is probably gonna be. I want to redo my Fantastic Four post and have a really great idea on how to do it because that was like my top post of all time. Okay. You're working towards something. There you man. go. That's what it is. Exactly. It, even if you don't know what it is, you might be, you, you're working towards something and it's going to, it's, it's going to pay off. You're going to realize like you got all these ideas. Just thinking about it is part of the process. You're just thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, it really is. If you don't get to it, you know, you're, 
that's part of it. Some people don't count that as like, oh, I didn't get to post this today or whatever. It's like, well, if you thought about it, it's just just take your no time when you do it. It's still yeah. It's there's no rush. You know, you say, I don't know why I'm why are you collecting spiders? You're like, I don't I don't know why I just keep doing it. It you'll realize one day why. And if it's just like that, they you you know you're gonna fig bar from all one day. Who knows? But like, you know, maybe. It's, I don't know. Maybe it's retirement. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. You're right. You're, you're, <laughs> I don't know. Right, this is going to be because they're ancient artifacts. By the time I get done, but yeah, no, you're right. I'm working towards something, and um, there is no rush. And when you when you don't care about the metrics, like the likes and the mm-hmm. shares, and absolutely all that stuff, it really is freeing. So my inspiration isn't current events. It's usually just the creative minds around me. So I I look at the fig bars that like Ben FSB does. Yeah. Um, he does things at a pay, like a daily pace. It's amazing how he can keep up. I, know. Uh, I look at the yeah. creations. I look at the the creations that Zach and Nick and Carrie put together. And Insane. Rick Chick's been doing these little these little um, diorama thingies that look amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Denise is a great creator. Yeah, she takes she she really taking is. great, really clean photos too. I, I love seeing her work. Well, she used to be a graphic designer. Oh, yeah. In our pre in a previous life, so it's it definitely shows because she knows what she's doing and. I'm looking forward to uh, I'm, I'm going to do something. I don't know what it is, but I think my biggest my biggest challenge right now, I want to learn how to incorporate motion blur Ooh, be into nice. a photo, you know, artificially. And that's what I did with the Doc Ock one, you know, with the arm slamming Spidey down into the ground. Uh, and that was all because thanks to Azork and his use of motion blur for that cinematic look. So I directly give him credit for inspiring me to try that. Awesome. Yeah. But enough about me. This is about Sorry, you. Sorry, I hijacked. I just had to ask. <laughs> No, it's a great question. Um, you know, it's just everything and everywhere is, is a inspiration. I try to like to do things that are fun, like puns and stuff, but still I in a serious puns. way. I love them. Like, like Texas Chainsaw Man Massacre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Squirrel Girl squatting on top of Thanos and flipping him off. <laughs> yeah, that was a good, that was a good one. Yeah. They're always my worst performing posts too. That's the funny thing. It's almost it's almost better. I love it. You know, when I was doing like comedy show doing like comedy shows, sometimes like the best comedy that was happening um in town at the time was a show that nobody saw. Mm. You know, like it was like small venues. It's a small house, you know, somebody just killed it that night and no one really saw it. You know, maybe the second city, whoever's like big time at the time, they just did a show that night, like they always do. Somebody killed it down the street, nobody really saw it. So there's always something happening somewhere. <laughs> you know the truth. So what about you, Jamel? What do you see your collection going in the future? So I've, I've told you all this in some of the chats and it's not a going away, but I've, I've kind of, I've always had this vision. I've been reading for almost two, two and a half years now about that Avengers tower. And for me, I always saw that as a, almost my swan song. Like I, my goal is I want to, all my customs I have Marvel related because let's be real, at the end of the day, everyone becomes an Avenger at some point. <laughs> I kind of want to have a lot of them set up in the tower and I want to build almost like a major mock around that tower of all my stuff. Like all the, I call them the, the Jamel variants of when I've made superheroes out of, <laughs> out of Al stuff. I kind of just want to make that little city and then slowly but surely fade away from some of the more expensive figs and just really get back into mocking it up. So it's, so it's, it's kind of, it's kind of my, just my little, 
little, let me, let me fade. I'll, I'll never stop, but let me just fade back a little bit. So that's kind of my, I wonder how many mocks we'll see without Avengers tower at like brick world. Yeah. Oh man, it's going to be crazy. And brick fair. Yeah. Nothing's going to like that new Hashima build. That was, Oh, the, the most inc- thing, yeah. yeah, the cyber that was the most yeah, incredible sick. mock I've ever seen in my well, life. Well, the one at Brick Fair they said was about a quarter of it. So I hope they bring it back for Brick World. Yeah, me too. I really do. It's a but yeah, that's my all-time showpiece. My own little Jamel Avengers type city thing in my bob going. I love that idea. And then of course I'll, I'll have some B boy Legos to the side, like you know, Avengers, Avengers, <laughs> Avengers B boy battle, something like that. You're gonna have to ask Crazy Bricks to make some big fig uh, arms and legs or something, oh, yeah. so you can like have Hulk <laughs> doing something. I actually have an idea for the Hulk, but I'll just wait until I do it. Oh yeah, no spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, at the end of 2023, coming up in a few weeks, what do you have any particular figs you're still looking forward to? Let's see. I'm gonna call out any creator who would love to tackle the uh, Black Panther uh, Ramonda. Ramonda, I always say her name wrong. So <laughs> I would love to have that in my hand on Christmas. Shots fired. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no um, you know. Brand, listening, you know who exactly. you are. Exactly. <laughs> I've hit you up. I've followed you before. Let's go. Um, you, you know, really? I'm just waiting for all my pre-orders to get here. Honestly, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm simple. I mean, I, uh, if I had to say, let me, let me go back to the question. If I had to say one particular fig I would love that I, I'm really looking forward to is uh, – Adam's uh, original Berserker. That's the one I'm really, mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to having that version of Wolverine in my hands. So, for those who don't know, the original Berserker is a collaboration between Phoenix Customs and a good fellow minifigs, and it's actually Wolverine's first costume from Hulk yep. 180. Uh, that that weird cowl that he had back then that was like skin tight, and the the black fins weren't very large. And of course, you know, as I said earlier, I'm waiting. The other part of that is that custom hair piece. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to do something ridiculous with that. So, well, okay. So then, things that you have on hand now, again, so uh, in about two weeks, I'll be recording, or two and a half weeks, I'll be, I'll be recording uh, uh, an episode where we go over the our favorite figs of 2023. Uh, I'll give you a chance now to chime in early and tell me. Which ones do you think shown? You know, shined above the rest. Oh, that's, uh, shine shone. I mean, you put me on. Which ones? Which ones you thought did good? <laughs> you're, gonna put, you're gonna put me on the spot like that. Ooh, <laughs> twenty-two. Okay, so for me, um, it's got to be. Let me go down the list here. Jocko's Killmonger. That's um, one of my faves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jocko's Namor. <laughs> it's about to be like a Jocko list. Um, Jocka's um, Viking Thor from Love and Thunder. Yeah, that one's really good. Um, yeah. Man, I wish I was actually in my other room so I could see. That's uh No Justice League figs? Oh, well, okay. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. Of course, um, <laughs> Lynn's uh, Superman, Lynn's Batman, um... Lynn's Aquaman. Basically, let's just say Lynn's Justice League. Basically, all of Abnormal's yeah. Justice League yeah, line. <laughs> all, all his lineup. I'm still kicking myself that uh, I did not pick up the Flash. I've got I've got mm-hmm. Jockers on the way, but I'm still mad at myself for accidentally deleting that order from Tracy. I totally forgot. I, I totally forgot I did it. 
but um it'll come around yeah i I think you know the game has changed so much now to i think we've talked about it before that the secondhand market is like like we've kind of got our power back of picking and choosing when we want to get something yes i i would agree there's that brief window where you can't find it anywhere Mm -hmm. and then eventually it's not even it's not even taking a new brand coming out with a new version to start seeing those figs come out more often. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think, I think that tier of figs that are hard to find in the secondhand market is getting smaller and smaller. But yeah, that'd be my kind of small, humble lineup. I mean, technically I could just say every fig in my collection is my top fig <laughs> for 2023. So uh, before we wrap this up, did you have any questions for us besides uh, inspiration for postings? Uh, not questions, but just a main, just a, big thank you for you know being so welcoming when i first came in and up until now just you guys you guys have been awesome um everyone's been an inspiration for me so welcoming and like i said I, lo- I love this community again i avoid the drama so i don't know everything that's going on but from what i'm seeing and how welcoming you all have been uh this has just been awesome and then even the, the bigger picture the fact that you're actually doing you know these podcasts i'll say thank you on behalf of everyone it's so happy to see you doing this. Well, I say thank you because you were the you were the one buzzing in my ear about you know making this happen. Uh, I figured so. this way it'd stop me from bugging you all the time, which actually didn't help anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I still bug you, so doesn't matter. Yeah. It's really cool. I think we all my play. plate's full. My plate's full. Don't bug me about anything <laughs> else. You know, no more projects. <laughs> Don't plant any more seeds for Brett. Oh, yeah. I've, to got, water. I've got one thing in store I thought about for Brick World. Um, but for a mock? A of, no, for, a, for, oh. for community. Oh, sweet. All right. So uh, okay. spoil uh, I'll, get, I'll get your, uh, I'll get your um, thoughts on that, Zach, when we sign off. Okay, sure. But uh, yeah, well, um, Zach, did you have anything you want to add? I did. Or? I did. I did have some a really exciting question for you, Jamal. Are we uh-huh. talking about Church's Chicken again? <laughs> No, Zaxby's. <laughs> oh, Zaxby's. Sorry, I, I did have cane. I did have canes, and it was better. No, it's, it's, all, it's all about churches. It's all about the church's chicken. Churches. That was like in Kentucky. That was a that was a big one too. Also, gas station chicken. I think I forgot what it was called. I used to get a lot of <laughs> chicken from a gas station. I forget the name of it, but this is the most derailed episode. Ever. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, okay, Jamel. Tony Stark or Bruce Wayne? Uh, like if you're you, a horrible person for asking me that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> However, you want to take it. Are you t- like to be yeah, or preference? Like, are, you the ba- are you talking about the battle or just? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's see this. Like you're like you're a kid and you're like, okay, I I want to be a superhero, right? We all want to be superheroes. Do you want to be Tony Stark or do you want to be Bruce Wayne? Who's got the better toys? Well, let's just say as, as a person. Let's start with that first. As a person. I want the one with parents. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're a kid. You're Bruce Wayne. Your parents are Yeah, dead. exactly right. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. With, with the- <laughs> you could be a billionaire or your exactly, parents could be exactly. dead. And a billionaire. Exactly. Which one's more appealing to you? You still got issues. Right? Talk about childhood trauma. Um. Ooh, oh, no. if I had to pick one, oh man, as much as I love Tony Stark, I'm going to have to go Bruce Wayne. Just because no yes. matter what you say, or you give him, and I'm, I'm being a cliche, you give him enough prep time 
and you're you're toast. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're done. He has a he has a contingency plan for everyone, everything. And if you really want to geek out, I mean, he does have his own armor type stuff. So I mean, yeah, I'm a I'm a sorry to my Marvel fans. I'm a I'm a pick Bruce Wayne. Just nice. So you want I thought you the, might. So you want the pearl necklace broken in the alleyway. <laughs> The, your dad bleeding out. <laughs> well, well, technically. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just joking, man. Look, look, I'm a Marvel head, and I, even I would rather be Bruce Wayne because, you know, I, every kid when they were younger wanted to be kidnapped by a ninja clan and trained in the exactly. arts. So he went and actually did yeah. it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, well, Tony Stark, he's got a dish too. He's an alcoholic. His pants were killed. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. he's, got a, he's got a chunk of his chest missing. Exactly. You know, <laughs> dying every day until he builds a new arc reactor. So, I mean, I'm going to go Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Well, also, you know, Bruce Wayne just he lets other he lets Lucius run the joint, and he just does what he wants to exactly. do. Exactly. Tony's like all involved in the red tape and the business and the politics, and I don't want to deal with any of that shit. Exactly. So, See? See, there you go, Bruce Wayne all the way. Dang, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> like Pepper, your CEO for Infinity and Beyond. I'm just gonna be down <laughs> in my garage making cool shit to blow people up. Pretty much. Love it. Love the answer. That's what I'd pick as well. Oh, yeah. And love Batman. And amazingly, as a Marvel guy, even I would say Batman. And I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't care if people don't like me for this. Let's see Spider-Man. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to say it now. Uh, ben Affleck killed it. I don't care what anyone says. Hey, man, I'll go. I'll take a step further. Affleck was a great Batman. Bale was a shitty Batman. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know this. We're all there. <laughs> Fear me. Like, I'm like, come on, dude. Like, your voice has got to hurt after 10 minutes. So, I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> like, dude, your voice has got to hurt after 10 minutes of talking like that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've never liked, I never liked Bale as Batman. I just. <laughs> yeah. I, I... It's what I do that defines me. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, Shut the yeah, fuck I can't, I can't do it. Like everyone, everyone loves that, that version. I'm like, uh no you give me val kilmer even gets a lack of he gets he doesn't get enough respect val kilmer, he does not get enough respect i'm sorry i like what he did no val kilmer was a well, good batman uh, marcus is gonna kill me if i don't say this but i, I gotta say uh Pattinson is not my fave <laughs> no i'm sorry you robert Pattinson? Yeah, i don't need twilight as batman <laughs> I love you it. cannot shit on the batman movie and it was phenomenal the movie was great but all i saw was edward that's all i saw <laughs> well you know That's what so funny if you never watched twilight in the first place like myself oh, here we go you wouldn't see here that here we go here we go because <laughs> i saw that shitty werewolf cgi transformation crap in a trailer and i was like there's no way i'm watching this garbage see, my only my only problem with twilight was how come the brother vampire didn't twinkle why was he always ashy <laughs> how, come, how, how come he couldn't get his diamond and glisten on? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't pull the race card, but I felt a little certain way. Like, hey, how come he got sparkling? Oh, I'm thinking back to coming to America with the soul exactly. glow. Exactly. How come whatever his name was? How, how yes. come he didn't get his soul glow? You know, feature. Gosh. Oh my gosh. One of, one of the best movies. You messaged me the other day. You were like, "We need a custom of Akeem." Oh, dude, you best believe and I make- hit up two people after that. That is a phenomenal idea. Uh, yeah, it is. I, I'm bold. You all know me. I literally messaged the uh, I, at DMCB said, hey, uh, just throwing this out there. Here's a picture. Why don't you uh, tackle that one day? No, no, no. A tool pack of Eddie Murphy as Akeem and as his uh, barbershop oh, persona. Or 
that would be, that would, that would be insane. Let's do a three pack. Let's do Hakeem, his barbershop persona, and Samuel Jackson when he was robbing McDowell's. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. That, that'd be good because you could just use the parts for uh, other stuff too. Actually, yeah. Why doesn't he some sort of disenfranchised McDonald's worker like fig yet? Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> but but like the '80s McDonald's oh, outfit, like yeah. that, like like what you saw like in Loki season two, yes. that one that I we all grew up with with like, the shitty burgundy colors. And stuff. <laughs> yes, with the uh, styrofoam um, to go box. I, I did tell, I did send a, a picture of Ben Stiller from Dodgeball to Joe, saying, "I can't believe I forgot to suggest this to you for citizen pick." Oh, dude! And he, he all he replied was, "Good idea." That would be <laughs> so awesome. Idea. Maybe one day. I love that movie oh, so yeah. much. That was like nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> Do you remember Ben Stiller in Heavyweights? Do you remember his character oh, in that dude. movie? As, as like the fake Rambo. That was like yeah. <laughs> Tony Perkis. <Yes. laughs> oh, that was that's one of my favorite Ben Stiller roles, man. If folks want to just sign off and then go to the next episode of their favorite podcast now, we're probably gonna ramble like this for the next two hours. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I need a Randy Watson. Man. Oh, dude, oh, man. man, see, see, I just need to, br- I just need to like break into CB for one day, and I'll just like program a whole bunch of stuff and just let the printers go. <laughs> it's not a magic machine from Star Trek, dude. You got to. Uh, that's how I look at it. He's like, boop, boop, exactly. boop, boop. Yeah, you're gonna brainwash our minds. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hey, I do cybersecurity, so I'm, I'm gonna do something. Oh man. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, if you, I think I think we're at a good stopping point. Jamel, thank you again so much for coming on. I know we've been playing this for a while. You were supposed to be like our third episode or fourth episode, and scheduling is easily the hardest part of any podcast. So I'm glad we finally were able to get this knocked no, out. Thank you again. And like I said, I mean, it was this is the timing it was meant to happen. So uh, I definitely mm-hmm. humbled. I can't believe I'm on here. I'd probably be a ready to listen to it because my own voice sounds annoying so uh but no it's been a it's been a blast thank you again i th- can't say thank you enough to you and zach for all the support and motivation and yeah just keep rocking out yeah, yeah and you know open door if you ever want to come back or you have something interesting you think we should talk about please let me know and uh you always be more than welcome oh uh, no absolutely i'm definitely going to take that uh crazy bricks idea and maybe hit them up all right cool yes go ahead steal the idea yeah, go for it. Go. i don't care helps everybody and Zach, again, thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate oh, your yeah. insights on, on stuff. I know, I know, it was, a, it was tough, you know, with the baby to <laughs> make time to come on. Oh, I know. I heard her crying a couple of times. I feel so bad. I'm going to check on her, but you know, she's uh, she's okay. No, I had a great time, y'all. Y'all are wait, wait, my wait, great wait, friends. Quick, so. Let's clear this up. The baby's being taken yes. care of right now. It's not by itself crying and Zach ignoring it. <laughs> no, no, good lord. Yeah, no, my wife is. Yeah, I heard the baby crying, but I'll just throw some. Raw fish heads in the closet. They'll be fine. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Don't, don't need people calling, I can snack on people that. calling child care services after the podcast goes off. <laughs> oh my God. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a good dad. <laughs> I built I built a I built a, a chest out of out of Lego and I just put her in it. Still, this is breaking my heart. <laughs> Hilarious. You know, this is a good episode because my face hurts from laughing so hard. I love it. Yeah. So all the all best. Right, well, hey, this was fun. All right. So again, with that being said, uh, I want to thank anybody who's listened this far uh, through our ramblings. Thanks for sticking around and for your continued support. If you wish to support in other means, uh, there is going to be a link to buy me a coffee in the show notes. And we'll also link to Jamel of Jamel's Bricks in the show notes hey, as well. Hey. Uh, if you want to check out his profile, please do. Zach as well, of course, will always be available. Uh, again, your support is never obligated, but always appreciated. And until then, uh, see you next time.
Say bye. Ciao. Bye. What's this ciao? Bye. We don't say ciao. Hey, sorry, five. We got 18, 19 episodes. We say bye. 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 Ciao. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta ciao. be different. You're a true, you're a true red fan. Au revoir. <laughs> you're fancy. Arrivederci, baby. Avida saying, Bruno Lee. Now you're just showing off. <laughs> I want you on my rack. I want to make you ring. I want you to unwrap. I want to pull your string. Bring me the next. <laughs> <laughs>